My darling girl, when are you going to understand that being normal is not necessarily a virtue? I'd rather denote a lack of courage. You've just entered the cool friend hour. <laughs> And welcome to True Crime Tuesday on the Girlfriend Hour. I'm your host, Rachel Faust. Let's get weird. Yes. Yay. And she does it again. Yes. Lawless. I and she's still with the Girlfriend Hour, no matter yes. how weird we are, which is wow. like also a perk. 10 out of 10. I didn't tell you before we got recording that I did my big Bath and Body Works order of all their Halloween stuff. Mm. Some of their candles are called Girlfriend. So somebody sent me that and I was so, like, what does it smell like? I don't know. I I don't even just it's Halloween. It's like surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> I know their vampire blood one is like cherry kind of scented, but that's my fave. I'm gonna have to like take a peek. Yes. I'm definitely I, gonna have to get some girlfriend ones. Yes. I had to do my big order and get all the Halloween things. And I do you get girlfriend. perks with Bath and Body Works for all the Halloween stuff you buy? Do I what? Do you get perks? Oh, I don't know. I don't that's shop like that's the I'm only time I shop there is Halloween. <laughs> but sure. I feel like if you buy in bulk like that, they should give you some type of incentive. They should be like, <laughs> you should bulk. like buy stock in our company strictly for like the month of like September exactly. to November. Exactly. So it was so funny. Everyone was sending it to me today. It was like their Halloween stuff is out. And I'm like, of course it is. I'm like, let me get on there. I can't wait. I'm slowly seeing stuff creep in. And my cousin, who I'm going to apologize to my listeners if you can hear me obnoxiously chewing this fried chicken. It's been a really chaotic, chaotic day. I can't even talk. I'm like shoving fried chicken in my face while poor Rachel is like talking over here. It's um, fine. This oh, yeah. Life. It's fine. <laughs> I'm honestly, you know, what the next t shirt I'm going to make a dumpster fire with my emblem on it. <laughs> I'd just be like, it's fine. Fine. Sumato. You're doing a great oh. podcast. You have so many cool people and it's just, it's great. It's, it's real. Fine. So they don't care. This they is, love me whether I'm eating fried yeah. chicken or not. Nobody's, nobody's <laughs> fake. It's not professional. This is just people having, having a, having good, a good time. Talk about. Um, but yeah, my cousin works at Michael's and like, oh, she always works at like different, re- like all my favorite retail places. So she worked at Home Goods one year and was able to like, get me like a head jump on like some of the Ray Dunn stuff and like would alert me when certain stuff came out so she was like hey I'm like FYI Michael's just like came up with their Halloween stuff it's 40% off hop in got that friends discount and I or friends and family discount I was like I was like you're, you're a real one yeah Michael's is a good one I haven't gone yet I did home goods a couple couple days ago but I have not not done Michael's yet uh, we get our Lamax stuff from there for our Halloween village. Mm. I don't know what we're going to do because we buy two pieces every year. And like, I don't have any more room on like my TV hutch. So I'm like, I don't know what other hutches I'm going to put it on. Like, I'm like, we're going to have to get another hutch. Or yeah, like, build some shelves or something. I want to do that. Um, that Christmas tree yes. with like the you saw that with like the Christmas village but do yep. like a Halloween tree 
Yep. My that dad is the Christmas villages. So we always send him that because he's running out of room too. <laughs> it's a problem. Like, we I'm got, like, I don't we get him one every Christmas. Like we get him one like Thanksgiving and we give it to him. Like I refuse to use my Halloween pieces because like that's like choosing between your children. Like it's just something you don't do. It's taboo. Like, yeah. All my village is coming out. I don't care if I have to put like my witches and their moon on on the back of my toilet like <laughs> it's going up somewhere like it's gonna be it's somewhere in my house it'll be on a windowsill yep you're gonna like go take a shower and there's gonna be like a pumpkin village like on like the shampoo stand <laughs> surprise <laughs> but um yeah so tell them what we're bringing to them today some extra spooky all right, so going a little spooky, little true crime, little mix of it. We're going to talk about the Cecil Hotel, also known as Hotel Cecil or the Cecil. It is a historic hotel that is in downtown Los Angeles, California. The hotel is near the Skid Row neighborhood. It was built in the 1920s and has a long and like intriguing history um, and has gained notoriety due to the several dark events that's associated with it. So briefly going to kind of go into those cu- couple things before I talk about one of the most probably noteworthy true crime cases that has happened there. Um, so in the early years, the hotel was originally designed as a budget hotel catering to, you know, business travelers and tor- tourists during the 1920s. Um, you know, Art Deco, all, I almost said agriculture, <laughs> architecture. There, there's some interesting agriculture there. <laughs> architecture and luxurious accommodations and probably not luxurious yeah well in the 1920s in the 1920s I'm probably not now not now there's a guy on TikTok that like lives across from it in like some apartments and he's always talking about like the weird things happening there and I'm like why don't they just shut this place down I yeah I feel like there's just a lot that's happened there that I feel like is just warranted to be like you know what like one time is like okay maybe like give it another shot but I mean like after a little bit you're kind of like maybe we should just close the doors because yeah yeah. so you know over the years it's become part of this skid row neighborhood high levels of homelessness poverty crime and the the reputation of the hotel like started to decline and it was just like this now weird and dangerous image of this this hotel so with this hotel, there's been some notable serial killer guests here. Um, Mr. Richard Ramirez, when he was uh, on, he was there. He's a um, night stalker and an Aust- Austrian serial killer, Jack Under Underwinger. Underwinger. That's him. Underwearer. Yes, that's him. <laughs> Jack Underwinger. And then, as we, um, it's definitely, it, that place is definitely haunted. 10,000%. Um so the Cecil Hotel has gained the reputation as a haunted location. Lots of paranormal enthusiasts have gone. Um, and over the years has been attempted to renovate and rebrand the hotel to uh, improve its image. Um, it's announced- How do you, how do you come back from that? Exactly. It, the hotel would be rebranded as Stay on Main as an attempt to distance from its dark past. There, <laughs> like, you can't, you no. can't. Like there's just no way. <laughs> You cannot. And that is spooky. Definitely spooky. Like, so, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you can stick flowers in an asshole, but you can't call it a vase. Like, that's not like, 
It's just maybe that's not the right saying. I might have just made actually made a special catchphrase right there. Yeah, that's definitely a special catchphrase because I'm like, wait a minute. No, I think it's like, hmm. I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. But either way, like, you can't stick flowers in an asshole and call it a vase. So we're going to go with that. That's like like this hotel. Pretty much. Like, you can't. Like, I don't care how nice, I don't care if they knock the whole thing down and like start from scratch. The land is tainted. The yes. area is tainted. The yeah. air is tainted. Not yeah. good. So one of the most kind of noteworthy from, you know, recent years was Elisa Lamb. She was a Canadian student who tragically disappeared under mysterious circumstances in 2020, 2013, not 2023, mm-hmm. 2013. Her case granted, um, significant media attention and came the subject of numerous conspiracy theories and speculations. So Elisa was 21 years old. She was a student from Vancouver and she was traveling alone. She arrived in LA in January, 2013, and she was staying at the Cecil hotel in the area of downtown Los Angeles. And they said that it was kind of like, almost like a hostel kind of situation, like where they just room a whole bunch of people like together so it's just cheap and effective yeah so she was with like some other people and they kind of said she was doing like just just odd very odd behavior um so on the 31st of january she was reported missing by her family after they had not heard from her for several days her disappearance sparked a widespread search and effort captured the public attention and especially after they released the surveillance video from the hotel and everyone's probably seen that elevator you had to have seen it at least once yes so the surveillance video recorded on february 1st showed elisa acting in a peculiar peculiar and erratic manner in an elevator in the footage she appeared to be interacting with some kind of outside someone outside the elevator and exhibiting unusual movements and gestures the video went viral leading to various theories and speculation about what might have happened to her so some people thought you know she was having some kind of episode, some mental episode, some bipolar. I don't know. They thought that she was just not stable upstairs. But um, no prior history of like. Um, so you like that would. Okay. This is where I have to kind of digress a second because you always hear these stories, right? Of people who like they whether it's like go on a trip or like you hear these true crime stories they're doing something right and they're like oh they started acting really strange Mm -hmm. but when you look back no history of mental illness no history of any kind of like erratic behavior even like we just talked about last week how they were just like he just was coming back home and then all of a sudden got weird now we hadn't heard from him ever like and nobody and everybody's like oh it's just like oh it's just this or maybe they're just having a bad day and it's like But then they go, like, say they have people around them, right? And, like, these people don't, like, push and go, hey, are you okay? Like, I'm a person and maybe I'm, like, OCD, but I'm going to ask you, like, five or six times, like, are you all right? Like, if I think you're acting strange, like, I don't even care if I don't know you. Like, if I'm sitting on the bus and, like, your eyes are crossed and you're doing, like, a a handstand and God knows what, like, you look like you're possessed, I'm going to be like, are you good? Like, yeah. do you, do you need help? Like, I don't know. Like, where's the questioning? Where's the pushing? And like, people are just like, oh, it's just acting weird. And like, you know, just going on about your day. And it's like, this is not normal behavior for her. So like, what, like, where did we go wrong here? And like, why was nobody pushing to me? Like, maybe you should go home. Yeah. Yeah. So after like kind of that elevator footage came out, there was a lot of like speculation about this elevator game. 
And so I did some research on this elevator game, which, you know, after kind of watching the footage and like seeing the directions of this game, um, it's kind of kind kind of conspiracy theory here. And I'm like, okay, like maybe. So with this theory of this elevator game, the game the game sees the player visit each different floor in an elevator as a way to get to a new dimension. Mm. So the rules are that the player must get alone in the elevator. Um, but things then change as somebody else joins. So you have to be here by yourself. So that's why you kind of see her in there, like being in the corner and then peeking out and then coming in and out. Um, so the player must get on at the first floor before traveling to the second, then to the sixth and back to the second. Then you go up to the 10th floor before going down to the fifth. And it's important that you don't get out at any point. So you're basically just like going on an elevator ride to these different in this order mm. so the game then supposedly sees a mysterious woman enter the elevator on the fifth floor but the player cannot interact with her the player must then push the button on the first floor then the elevator goes down the player needs to leave the building without looking back and if it goes to the 10th floor the player will enter a new dimension i don't know if i like that i don't know how an elevator does that but very interesting with the behavior that she was kind of like, it's just odd, like in and out and the buttons and her like tucking herself in the corner. And my thing is this. Okay. So from a realistic side of things, could it just be a silly elevator game? Yes. But knowing what I know about the supernatural and knowing about like intention and how things like that work. Could that also be a possibility? I mean, tr- typically you can really turn anything into a ritual. Yeah. So yeah. like, I mean, if we can put our hands on a planchet and somehow it moves around and opens up a portal, I'm not opposed to thinking that there's a possibility that you could do some weird numerical order, ride yeah. this elevator and open up a freaking new dimension. I, I mean, the spooky stuff that has been happening at this place. Like, Yeah. It's probably I mean, this has a lot of dark energy to the other, other side. <laughs> there probably already is like five portals and they were just like, and especially if other people have been playing this freaking game on this elevator in the place, who knows how many dimensions they've like. And I don't know how people like just will stay there now. Like either you have to be like very naive to what it is or just like you're ghost hunting or I don't know. I don't think I'd be able to do it. With stuff that like sorted and dark, there's no way. I checked out of the Gettysburg Hotel at midnight and drove two hours to my mother-in-law's because whatever was there freaked me out enough that like I just left. And I'm pretty sure I might have left some underwear and like clothing articles behind. So like there's no way. Like I just don't understand like how people in their right mind are like, let me just live across from the Cecil Hotel. Let me live next to it. Let me live in it. Yeah. Like the yep. no for me, dog. No it's way. It's like every horror, horror film out there. It's just like the people just continue to let these things happen. It's like, no, no. Oblivious. I'm like, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not that dumb. <laughs> I just feel like a spectator. Like I literally feel like a horror movie spectator, like on a daily basis where I'm just like, like I see people. Okay. For instance, I went to like a haunted house once and I was with my friends and like my one friend like heard like boots on um, like 
like not boots but like foots or whatever just like cracking on something mm-hmm. and she's like hello and I'm like don't talk to it and asked me when the last time I talked to her was I was like there's no way that I could be like I'm like there's no way that we've been friends this long and you literally just said hello to whatever that is like the key is like stay silent and you like get the f out of there like we don't like that's just yeah we just don't do those things just like these people moving into this Cecil hotel yeah just like everything's fine because Richard Ramirez isn't enough to be like my god that was such a crazy one like him just like terrorizing the city just like the vigilante justice of the community chasing him down the street is like amazing like yeah best freaking thing I've ever heard I would literally love to be a part of like uh, like a like a mob of like no, people like an angry like, hey, mob we're done here we're done here we're gonna we're gonna get you just we've had enough get the pitchfork yep get the frying yep. pan the cast iron frying pan yep we're taking him down <laughs> i would be the first one like a spider monkey i would be on his back with a frying pan just like beating him senseless i'd be like that's for my freaking what's ugh, i don't even know her name Never mind. I'm going to just stop that there because I don't even know what road that was going down. But anyways, 10 out, of 10. 10 out of 10. So she had gone missing after that weird elevator footage. So the search for her continued for several weeks. And on February 19th, 2023, her body was tragically discovered in a water tank on the roof of the Cecil Hotel. The discovery was made after hotel guests excuse me, the heebie-jeebies were complaining about low water pressure and the taste and the smell of the water. The maintenance workers investigated the water tanks. So there had been some like misconceptions about was it locked? Was it not locked? How'd she get in there? Um, I guess most of them were locked because the series on Netflix said that, you know, maybe it was unlocked. So there was a lot of like that was that was the 10th dimension yeah it was the water tank exactly mm-hmm. exactly she followed the lady in there the let me just tell you something i would be pissed if i did all that intricate elevator work and ended up in a freaking water tank i would be like really this is like this i would be like in my ghost sphere wherever that leads whether it's upstairs downstairs keeping my coffee warm or like somewhere in the middle where i'm just like spectating and i'm like wow like I'm an idiot like how did I like how did I manage to end up in a 10th dimension water tank yep so the circumstances surrounding her death led to a lot of conspiracy theories a lot of internet speculation however after a thorough investigation the LA county coroner's office ruled her death as an accidental drowning the autopsy report stated there was no evidence of foul play um, and her mental health history played a significant role in the incident, even though they didn't really talk about, you know, her having a lot of mental health issues. Um, I could probably do a little deep diving on that. But, you know, with the official official ruling, you know, it's a lot of mystery behind this case where it's not, you know, super cold case, but like really what happened. So there's just a lot of spark and ongoing interest with the speculation around what's going on or what went on with here, but it's just a mystery of why in the world, you know, did this game get to her and she crawled in there? Like, just how did she get in there and lift this big lid and like, 
I just, yeah, I feel like I would want to know, like, if I could be a fly on the wall, I would want to know what was on the other side of the elevator door. Like, who was she talking to? Was it a spirit? Or was it this? I mean, I don't even know what to call it, because if you're doing some type of ritual, like, they're riding this elevator with the intention of, like, summoning something, I mean, how do you even know what she truly, like, just what door you just opened up like that's like playing with pandora's box yeah because you're like is this a good thing or not a good thing because she just looks you know like a normal girl and she was on a just on a trip and they her parents just yeah a solo trip around the west coast yeah i just feel like it's like really sad like all jokes aside like and i do not think she's an idiot by any means i think that she is like some poor girl that was playing with fire and probably just got caught in the wrong thing wrong time and was just not in a good area which is sad because if you are not from I mean think about it when you travel and you go somewhere like you have to research that and really look up where you're going and like if she was kind of just trusting and whoever arranged this trip or whatever and they were just kind of putting them up in a hostel it doesn't seem like there was much much research involved so like I feel like she just got stuck in a really shitty situation and she it does confirm that she had um some prescribed drugs in her system for um a bipolar disorder now that I'm looking at this now. So there were no, you know, alcohol or illegal substances, but there were prescribed um, medication for bipolar. And I'm just looking at this man and it says that he's 89 and he's a resident of the Cecil Hotel for 32 years. It says that he spoke to the press after her body was found. You've lived there for 32 years? That's rough. That's wild. This man is. I would trust that man with my life. If he survived, he survived that. That honestly threw me for a loop. I couldn't even talk. Um, If he survived that long. I mean. That's that's a that's a wow. Invincible. Yeah. Like if Earth was absolutely going to shit, he would be the guy that I would want on my side. I feel like if you can survive <laughs> the Cecil Hotel. Yeah, 32 years he's lived there. Watch. And I'm scared that we're even talking about this. So me and Rachel have a habit of like talking about stuff on the podcast. And then like, he's going to shit goes wrong. Yeah. So like, we, I don't know if you guys well, actually, no, you wouldn't remember because I haven't posted the episode yet. Um, <clears throat> our last episode, we were talking about the... I don't McDonald's even know what we're talking about because it was we were just organized chaos the whole time. Literally, it was just when you guys hear that episode, it is absolute brain diarrhea. So, like we <laughs> we were we somehow we got on the tangent of the lady who sued McDonald's for pouring hot coffee on herself. And then literally the next morning, I opened my phone to Apple News saying that a child a toddler her mom sued mcdonald's and they won eight hundred thousand dollars because she got burnt by a chicken nugget and i'm like how is it that we were just talking about that and then wasn't there something else and i can't remember it's the girl that was supposedly missing oh (laughs) and she just showed up because she was trying to make her boyfriend mad (laughs) 
we were literally <laughs> like delving in then. yeah we were delving into the carly case and we were like oh my gosh like what if all this strange stuff is connected and then she showed up the next day and we were like what like i just love that like her search history like they got to her phone or like something on her search history of like how old do you have to be for an amber alert and when do they send out an amber alert and like all of this like stuff i'm just like are you just it's so dumb like that's search that kind of stuff like my dad says leave your phone at home like he's just like you know but you know what's crazy all this stuff and just people like there are I tell people all the time there are cameras everywhere everyone's watching you just assume there's cameras and people still do like this shady stuff well I literally went to high school with a girl and she I feel like she was always kind of like reserved and kind of like set back like so she kind of kept to herself but we were like semi-decent friends in elementary and a whole thing came out like there was like they were like doing an investigation that she had gotten abducted right and then like come to find out they took video from the park that's like right up the house right up from my house and she climbed in her trunk like they have video of her like climbing into her own trunk and shutting it and like hanging out in there for like a couple hours and then calling police and I'm like I would be mortified I would be really like embarrassed if like I'm claiming that I got abducted and then there's video of me climbing into my own trunk and yeah so it doesn't it doesn't surprise me it's almost like the the other girl that we talked about with her like unfortunate pregnancy and things like that and then she just went back to school and her friends are like yeah she's a liar we don't believe her and so like I swear there's the stories that just like happen and like when you truly look at like just there's like book street like a book I can't talk book smarts and then there's street smarts I'm really feeling like there's only minimal people that have those book smarts yes and there's no people that have street smarts anymore no no, and like it's an alarming rate that people don't have like this like fight or flight like danger like common sense I don't like nothing I don't care if you're like hey my head's falling off I need a dollar (laughs) like my car won't start sorry not your girl like I'm I'm not I'm so sorry but I'm not helping anyone I'm not helping anyone no unless it's an animal yes maybe maybe. you might you I mean if you're listening to this you pull up in a white van that says like has like a Sarah McLaughlin picture of like puppies or something on it I may get murdered that day that might be the way to serial kill me but like but I'm just like mm -mm. I'm like I don't Mm -hmm. believe any my god bless if she's gonna listen to this because she she likes listening now um my nana sometimes I have to tell her like (laughs) listen up this little scam's going around if you find a freaking baby stroller next to a dumpster, it is not like, no, they don't need your help. They don't need your help. <laughs> like, stop. I tell her all the time. I'm like, please. I'm like, hold the four-year-old hand when you guys are out in public mm-hmm. together. I'm like, people are weird and people are crazy. Like you got to give her like the elf speech, like the Nana, if you yes. see, if you, yep. if it's, if you see something that says peep show, it doesn't yep. mean you get to look at your presence early. Yes. So we're all the time. We're like, no, like the, this is this is her she just has the heart of gold and she will do whatever for anyone she 
retired as a hairstylist. And so this, this man comes into the, the salon and he's like, I need money to get to the airport to pick up my girlfriend. Da, da, da. This woman gives him $20 and he's like, I'm going to come back and I'm going to repay you back. My dad's like, now you're going to have this man coming back to like, everyone oh, was like, no. what a jerk he God. was like Bro. to prey on like such an innocent, sweet lady. Exactly. And so we were like, well, thank God she didn't like get in her car and like drive down to the gas station with him or something like that. That's like, terrifying. Goodness, because she, she doesn't, she doesn't pump gas. My grandpa gets gas for her. She she don't know how to pump gas. She she gets it done for her. So thank God she don't know how to pump gas and could go down and pay for this man's gas to get to the airport. No. Yes. All those sweet Nana. Yeah. All those little Facebook things. And like, we're like, Nana, it's a scam. It's a scam. That's a missing person from 15 years ago. And they've been found. Like, (laughs) tell her all the time. We're like, please. please." It's so bad, though, the way that like these people prey on like our just beautiful, sweet, like elderly population. I'm glad that like my grandpa, like when he was alive, he was like a no BS kind of guy. But there was times where like I would crack into his Facebook. I'd watch his messages and there'd be like these like you know those like hot like fake models that get on there and they're like they're like hey girl email for pics or something and and my grandpa like used to love like 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 messing with them but like I would read his messages and I would think that like he was actually going to send them gift cards and like I'm like grandpa you can't do that he goes Morgan did you read my other messages and I'm like no he's like well, you have to read those. He's like, I'm, I, he's like, I like to mess with them. He's like, if they're going to message me and like waste my time, he's like, I'm going to waste their time back. He's like, cause I have time. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I grandpa. Get so like, I get them all the time with people wanting to sell me some like client hmm. coaching programs. And I'm just like, y'all are so lame. You're like MLM. Yeah. I'm like, nah, Bye. that's all right. That's all right. Not about that life. I'm I think honestly, I fell victim to a couple MLMs and it's terrible. It Just don't do it. It is. Yeah. Don't, mm-mm. don't fall for phone scammers. Don't fall for MLMs. Don't even fall for the lost dog pictures that you see on Facebook because oh, I fell victim to that four God. times and poor Rachel yeah. probably wanted to lose her mind because I was like, please help find this puppy. And she's like, Morgan, this is a scam. <laughs> No, it's not even that. It's the same people that same share the same ones over and over after I'm like trolling Facebook to let people know. I'm like, I literally they, they shared, get good though. Like, I they've gotten me a couple times. Somebody's thing that was like, this is how you know it's a scam, and people will still share it. And I'm like, these people are looking for you to be like, oh my God, like I'll send you money like while you're at the vet. And it's just like, oh my God. They really <laughs> stoop to lows. Exactly. Lose. It's always that, or it's like, my grandpa left this morning at 9 a.m. in hashtag Delaware. Um, help me find him. And I'm like, the the lost dog, the disabled child, the grandpa, like, I'm just like some people, I'm just like, you guys, let's use our brain for five seconds. The lost toddler on yes. the side of the road, not naming names. Yes. Not naming any names, just trying to get some, I'm like, that hmm, is Carly. Toxic. Female stuff right there. She straight said, I'm gonna see how long it's gonna take 
him to send out an amber alert for me my boyfriend's gonna see it on his phone <laughs> honestly honestly like she's just setting the precedent that the next time I fight with my husband I can I can run away yell toddler and like get an amber alert called for me exactly first exactly. off my husband wouldn't even believe that he'd be like this bitch is so petty He'd be like, he'd be like I know exactly what she's doing. Like, don't even look for her. He'd be like, just let her sit scared and alone in the forest and eventually she'll come home. <laughs> he knows I would not last. Oh. Um, so anyways, we digress. We digress. Yeah, um, fine. So one thing I will say, so I was like reading a little bit more about this elevator game and it has like legit steps to return safely from the other world. Ooh. And I was like, it's kind of like, it, I mean, it's a lot of work to play this game. Like, honestly, I would, this is not a game I would have fun with. I would get yeah, annoyed. I can't do a lot of games, with a lot of steps. No. Like, I, these it's like games these days, I'm just like, I can't keep up. Like, what happened to sorry or like even that was a little bit tedious and i'm just like i have to modify these games because i'm just like i don't understand it i'm like why are there 15 steps that's because we grew up on Candyland. you know a game honestly i think is responsible for like my adult anxiety that stupid ass game perfection oh yeah you had to get all the shapes in before it popped yep. up in your face and you just hold um, it down as it was like click, 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 click. i'm like i'll be sure to send you my therapy bill thank you so much perfection or hasbro or whoever made you because exactly. it was like the game from hell oh um, i forgot about this too that um the american horror story hotel is based off the cecil hotel it's a, and honestly, that's a phenomenal, phenomenal season. Have you ever that. watched that? Yes, I've seen. I've I, we kind of like bounced around. Um, did you see the awesome. like? Did you see like the um Halloween episode to that season? No, I don't even remember. Okay. There is either way you have to watch it because like I just thought it was so cool. They basically bring like multiple true crimes into one gathering. I think it was the Halloween episode. It was really good. That's just such a good one. I love it. It is that and Covenant Covenant. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so the steps to return safely from the other world. So it says the way home has several steps, all of which players say you must follow exactly to a T lest you get stuck in the other world. So I guess there's a chance you could get stuck. So it's a step one to get back to our world. The rules say you must get on the same elevator that you rode before finding it might be a problem, but in intrepid believers advise that you keep searching until you find it. Um, so I guess that means like if, if you're in the other dimension, you're just going to have to figure out what elevator you took to a 10th dimension, which sounds that alone just sounds like running like five miles. Um, step two, it says once you enter the elevator again, move from floor to floor in exactly the same sequence you did originally. So four, two, six, two, 10, five, which that sounds dangerous. Even just saying that out loud. Yeah. I would not be able to remember all of that no my add brain would just not allow that it would be like was it 16 7 3 i'm gonna write it down i would end up in like the 15th dimension with like really scary creatures um so step three is upon reaching the fifth floor press the button to the first floor 
Step four, if the elevator starts ascending again, why? I would freak out. That would be the moment. I'm not an elevator person. I I am not an elevator person. I would go into a panic attack. I'd be like, what do you mean it's ascending? Like, so it says quickly press the button for any other floor before you reach the 10th floor. Or as I've suggested before, you can simply press the emergency button, have a seat and wait for help to arrive. What? I hope you don't suffer from claustrophobia. What does that mean? Mm -mm. And then it says, wait, it said it was seven steps. That was only four steps. You know, I feel like they set you up for failure. I don't believe this game anymore. This is already pissing me off and I haven't even played it. Like, so, so now that we're back, we're safe back home. Maybe it's time to consider. Oh, and then they talk about Elisa Lamb. My gosh, there's a movie. Yeah. Um, you saw that? Yeah, it's I'm on this website. They're talking about the elevator game. Oh my gosh. It's just like that's just a lot. That sounds so lot, funny. But it's like but I the more that I'm reading that, I'm like, that is very ritualistic. Yeah. Like that's super ritualistic. So whether or not you go to another dimension or whether or not like you think you're ascending back home and really you just you know I mean because after you watch the video like after knowing it and then you watch the video of her you're just like okay like like it fits it yes yes and like they said that her autopsy was completely inconclusive which I think is even weirder because I mean you know accidental drowning but that's so like usually if you look at like pathology and like what pathologists do, they're very intricate and like perfectionist about what they do, which is why autopsies are a lot of the times are pretty spot on. Yeah. So like I feel it's very weird that like the autopsy was inconclusive and that it was just like. I don't know, I don't know, it's just not sitting right with me. And I know that they're blaming it on like bipolar disorder. Yeah. But I, I'm not. Yeah, that's just not for me. I'm trying to see if there are any like people that have done it. So people were saying that they think that Elisa broke the critical rule not to interact with the woman. Mm. So they're saying that when she messed up at step three that she may have been transported to another world at that point and has been prevented from returning alive to the normal world so I guess if you mess up one of those steps like it's like game over so that's I guess why you're not supposed to interact with that lady and she was very clearly talking to somebody so oh this person's talking about like they did it at 3 a.m like you don't do stuff at 3 a.m and they did the whole thing they got to the fifth floor where the woman's supposed to get on with you um if if you do look at her she will take you away and just as i said when i got on the fifth floor someone got in by the weight of the steps it was definitely a woman i kept my hood up and my head down facing the buttons i followed the next steps press the button to the first floor if the elevator ascends to the 10th floor you have seated in the ritual and you're now in the other world i pressed the first floor and felt the elevator go up 
It was only five floors, but it felt like an eternity. I was completely covered. So I felt like I could still see her and she could see me or into my soul or something. It made my skin Uh. crawl. And I prayed to hear the elevator ding. And the person talked and was like, do you live here? And they were like, I felt my stomach drop. The woman was talking to me. I heard footsteps as she got closer to me and asked her question again. Do you live here? Oh, no. My like normal, I would not survive that. I know I wouldn't because my normal reaction would be like, I'm just such a social person that if she was like, oh, do you live here? I'd be like, yeah, actually I live on, I'd be dead. I'd be dead. The person was like, (laughs) my, my heart was pounding in my ears. I could feel the woman, not the thing behind me reach for my shoulders is it rude not to answer a question when asked do you live here the woman the voice went from sweet to graveling to almost demonic it felt like the other world was frozen and there was no oxygen left in the elevator nope nope new thanks nope that's a no for me knowing something else like she'll ask you a question oh my god well because you think about it your normal like your normal human reaction. Like if I say like, Hey, Rachel, you're going to go, Hey Morgan, like just not, it's just your normal. Yeah. Well, maybe not because I mean, like, I don't think either of us like people that much. So like they catch you out of your, uh, your element by a creepy ghost lady asking if you live here, maybe I would survive. Cause she'd be like, where do you live? And I'd be like, Ew, stranger danger. Like I'm not answering you. I'm like, go away. People talk to me on a daily basis. and like, I'm partially deaf in my left ear. So sometimes like I may hear them, but then I'll just be like, oh, I didn't hear you because of my deaf ear. And I'm like, fuck, bye. Now this person said that they had pulled their phone out to look at the screenshots of like how to do it. And you had to do it in reverse to get back like home. I'm like, oh, I just feel like whoever made up these rules, like, yeah it's just not it's not setting up for people like it's not setting them up for success so like somebody is bound to like mess it up this says oh gosh this says a young woman was found in an elevator of the aurora complex she was in a state of delirium and seemed like she had tried to take her own life local officers had to restrain her before taking um medical officials to properly sedate her oh my god if this is real if this is real I cannot if it's not real um it was told that the one young woman had scrawled a message in her own blood in the elevator saying never play the elevator game like is this real or is this somebody like oh my gosh This one's called I Play the Elevator Game and I should. I literally just started reading that one. Let's read it. Let's read it. All right, you read it, Rachel. All right. I had heard the stories about the elevator game. It was supposedly to take you to another world as long as you follow the specific rules laid out. I found it strange at first that didn't give you, but it didn't give any thought to do more research. I looked up a different YouTube video and the first account stories of others doing it. All of it seemed so fake to me, so I figured the whole thing was just another hyped up thing, but I wanted to try it, and lucky for me, I lived two blocks from a 15-story building. I set my watch for 2.30 a.m. so I could get to the building just before 3 a.m. That's your first mistake there. Um, something supernatural like this should be done at the most supernaturally active hour to give more fulfillment to the whole thing. 
I got a few hours of sleep and got up again at 2 a.m. and had everything I needed. A timer to see how long the experience took or takes, a larger hoodie to keep good tunnel vision, a hidden camera in a necklace, my phone to see if it actually would stop working in alternate space and to tell me how to play the game again. And my total unshakable confidence. With all of that in tow, I went into the building where I would play the game. Once in front of the building, I pulled up a screenshot of the introduction to the game. This is a game from Korea, but by performing this ritual, you're supposedly get to a different world, according to the people who have successfully completed the game. It looks like the same as in the town building that you are from, but all of the lights are off and you can only see a red cross in the distance. <laughs> There's no other li maybe living things except for yourself. Some say electronics don't work while some say they do. The building had three elevators and I picked the center one. I checked my phone and it's exactly 3 a.m. Let the game begin. You must be in a 10 plus story building and in an elevator alone. I doubt anyone would be awake at this hour and I scroll again looking at how to progress. Get on the elevator on the first floor. Press the button on the fourth floor, but don't get out when you arrive. Once on the fourth floor, press the button of the sixth floor. Once on the sixth floor, press the button of the second floor. Once on the second floor, press the button of the 10th floor. Once on the 10th floor, press the button of the fifth floor. Good God. <laughs> oh my God. Make sure to follow the instructions to the letter. I put my hoodie up when making my way to the fifth floor as it is critical for the next part. When you reach the fifth floor, a woman will get on the elevator with you. The woman is not human. Do not look at her or speak to her. If you do, she will take you away. And just as it is, when I got to the fifth floor, somebody got on. By the weight of the steps, it was definitely a woman. I kept my hood up and my head down facing the buttons. I followed the next step, pressing the button for the first floor. And if the elevator ascends to the 10th floor, you've succeeded in the ritual or now in the other world. I pressed for the first floor and felt the elevator go up. It was only five floors and it felt like an eternity with this mysterious woman behind me. Ooh. It was completely covered. I was completely covered, but it felt like I could still see her or rather she could see me. See into my soul or something. It made my skin crawl and I prayed to hear the elevator ding soon. Do you live here? I felt my stomach drop past my feet. The woman was talking to me. I heard a footstep as she got closer to me and asked her question again. Do you live here? Her human voice, but her voice was human, but also not. Somewhere between normal, but also static. Like she was imitating somebody else. I felt goosebumps rum up my body as, as I head another step, I hear another step towards me. My heart pounded in my ears, just as my fear reached a fever pitch, every nerve stood on end and I could feel the woman know the thing behind me reach for my shoulder. It's rude not to answer when asked a question, do you live here? The voice went from sweet and graveling to almost demonic. It felt like the whole world, all the world was frozen. There was no oxygen left in the elevator. But as I thought I was done, ding, the elevator doors opened. I practically sprinted out. My heart was still pounding in my ears and I dreaded looking back. The woman is not human. Do not look at her or speak to her. If you do, she will take you away. Like, where does the woman take you? That warning echoed in my the, the first dimension. Yeah. And I did not dare look it back. My panic slowly began to subside as I took took in my surroundings. It looked like I was in the building on its 10th floor, but the corridor seemed more sort of sterile and endless. Doors lined the entire hallway and I was alone. I looked at my phone. It was 3.14 a.m. I did not have a single bar of service. I was truly in a different space. I really was. The game was real. 
But in my celebration was short-lived as some gravely demonic voice sounded again, this time echoing all around me. But this time it said something different. You do not belong here, intruder. Ooh. Endless sterile hallway, something skittered around me like a living ink stain on a pristine white backdrop. Its movements were erratic and it only took a moment for me to realize it was coming for me. I ran back to the elevator, but this time instead of three, there were five elevators, and I didn't know which one I came out of. Since I started the game in the center elevator, I figured it was the center elevator I could return to reality with. I pressed and jammed the button, looking over my shoulder to see the thing getting closer at each second. I threw myself into the elevator as soon as it came and desperately pressed the door close button, praying to whatever god or deity would hear me. The creature was mere inches from the door, and it closed just in time. I pulled out my phone quickly and went back to my screenshots, reading everything I had played the game in reverse to get back home. I pushed every button in reverse, sequentially ordered, and prayed that it would send me back to the first floor, back to reality. I saw the elevator numbers descend, and my heart practically leapt with joy as I neared the first floor. As soon as the doors opened, I threw myself out only to see I was back in the sterile hallway. (laughs) I couldn't understand why. The elevator went down, so why was I back in this place? I looked at the elevator and it even said I was on the first floor, yet somehow I hadn't exited the whatever this hell I was in. That's when it dawned on me. Maybe I took the wrong elevator. Oh my God. (laughs) I tried another one. It brought me back to the sterile hallway. I tried another back to the sterile hallway, like another back to the sterile hallway, another back to the sterile hallway. How could this be happening? One of these elevators had to be the right one. Gritting my teeth, I jumped into any elevator damn the game at this point I just want to go home (laughs) I pressed the floor buttons in reverse again but this time when the doors had opened the creature was there it was horrid a woman with black hair covering her face ghastly pale skin and a bloody white dress why are they always got like black hair and like I don't it sounds like the grudge exactly they always look like that she let us stick it in cackle and she starts she (laughs) stared into my pinpricked eyes you are trapped here you will never leave this place ever again those were the last words I heard before screaming from either my before a scream from either myself or the creature came back but in the and all the world was swallowed in black dude that is that's okay so actually we had two totally different stories I thought we were reading the same one and then you started reading and I was like oh no this is totally different so This one's called I Played the Elevator Game, and it says, I first read about the elevator ritual from some guy on Reddit. I don't know if he really experienced what he said he did or just made up the whole story, but it made me interested in the subject. I saw a bunch of YouTube videos of people playing it without any success, and I wanted to try it out myself. I live in an apartment on a 14-story building since a couple of months back. Yesterday, I didn't have anyone to hang out with, so I decided that I should try this out to see if it really works. I entered the elevator on the first floor like the instructions said. I pressed the button for the fourth floor and felt entirely convinced that nothing strange or out of the ordinary would happen. A couple of seconds went by. I was on the fourth floor and pressed the button for the second floor. At this point, I suddenly felt a lot more creeped out. It was almost as if something was warning me not to proceed. And thinking back now, after everything that has happened, I wouldn't be surprised if it was. I pressed the buttons in the order that the instructions said, right before I pressed the button for the fifth floor where the woman was supposed to get on. 
I swear I heard a woman laughing in a creepy way somewhere outside the elevator. It could have just been an ordinary person and my brain making it sound a lot scarier, but that's what I heard. I pressed the button for the fifth floor and waited nervously for what felt like half a minute. I know that I shouldn't have looked out the door at that point, but I did and I was shocked. In front of me was this famous deceased Hollywood actress that I've had a crush on since I was a teenager. She just looked at me with a warm smile and entered the elevator without taking her eyes off me. I was completely flabbergasted and even forgot about the game for a moment. She was wearing a vintage-looking dark blue suit and white gloves. Her long brown hair was neatly tied in a bun and her long slim legs looked just as good as in the movies. Her face looked just as pretty as ever and she had the same appearance as she did in the late 1950s or early 1960s, I think. I even thought about saying something before I looked in the mirror behind her. Her clothes were molding, her legs and her neck had a greenish-looking tone with scars covering them. The little handbag she was carrying looked tattered as if it hadn't been used for decades. So it's like it trying turns, to trick her. Like It's scary. It's like, oh, this is something good and it's tricking you. That part freaked me out when I was reading it. I was like, oh... Um, it says I turned away and pressed the button for the first floor just as the instructions said the elevator started ascending to the 10th floor instead of going down to the first one she asked me where I was going and I tried ignoring her the doors opened at the 10th floor and I exited I exited the elevator without turning back the first thing I noticed was that this hallway was a lot darker than the other ones I looked out the window and noticed that it was nighttime When I entered the elevator a couple of minutes before that, it was 3 p.m. and completely light outside. I saw a small red cross on top of one of the buildings, just as the instructions had said. I didn't see any people or any lights. Everything was covered in some kind of mist, and I couldn't see my legs or feet because of it. That would freak me out if I couldn't see my extremities. I would be like, what is happening Um, It says, thinking that this was enough and that I should go back, I turned around and noticed that the doors to the elevator were still open and that the lights were on. I heard a faint giggle coming from over there. (sighs) I don't like that. It says, for a moment, I thought that I had no escape, but I decided that I should get on the elevator from another floor. I hurried up the stairs in complete darkness while having the terrible feeling of someone or something chasing me from behind. I tripped over the stairs when I reached the 11th floor and probably hit my head on a wall. I think I passed out, but the thing is, I woke up on the bed in my apartment. Everything seemed normal. I looked out the window. The sun was shining. People were walking down the street, and someone was talking in the apartment next to mine. I knew that I hadn't dreamt the whole thing and that I didn't end the ritual. I was too exhausted and creeped out to do anything, though, so I just decided to take a nap and skip the morning lecture. (laughs) Never in my for everything. Take a nap. Just just sleep it off. I I don't know if I could sleep off the elevator game. He's like, never in my 20 years of life had I experienced anything like that before. I woke up two hours later when my friend texted me, Where are you? I told him that I overslept and that I'm on my way. I took a shower and thought about having breakfast, but I wasn't that hungry. I left my apartment and immediately noticed an out-of-service sign hanging on the elevator. That wasn't the only thing that was out of the ordinary. Every person, and I mean every single one, passing by me was smiling at me. At first, I thought they were unusually nice and polite, but I was soon under the impression that something else was very wrong. I got a message from my friend, which simply was this following smiley. And it's just the emoji, just like two, the um, 
what is that? A semicolon and then a parenthesis said, I hurried back to my apartment, locked the door, and I wrote all of this. I don't know if anyone is reading this, but if you do, I need help. Okay. Again. All right. It's, so it's weird that they all keep saying the, the same thing. Game. Huh? So when are we going to play? <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. I was cracking up, though, because, of course, the comments always delivered. And this guy, um, Dexter Theof. I don't know if it's thief or like how you pronounce that <laughs> it says I played the elevator game once, but the elevator was broke. So I had to use the stairs. And oh man, did that freaking suck something fierce. <laughs> that was probably the best comment. Can you imagine running to like the, what is it? The first floor, third floor. Oh God. I would die of a heart attack before yeah, I would reach another died. dimension. Don't that would be the reason I reached you. the 10th dimension would be yes. because I died of a heart attack. Oh yeah, but like, I mean, he just straight up was like, you know what? This is for the birds. I'm just going to take a nap and sleep this off. Yeah, hopefully he's he's right now. I haven't seen any updates, so we're going to pray for pray for my boy here. God bless. <laughs> bless up. We hope you're doing well. If you're not, I mean, you did, it to, you did it to your own self. So yeah. yeah. It's well, just the cold, hard facts of life. The tough love from the ghoul friend team. Yes. You did it to your own self. <laughs> Somebody wrote, call a priest with true faith. Get yourself some holy water. Holy water is not going to deliver you from the 10th or whatever exactly. dimension you're in. 10th dimension. I don't know. Like, you like, need a lot of holy like, water. Anticipating seeing there. Like, I don't know. And you know what it is? It's like. I feel like, could people be making this up? Maybe. But then again, it's also intriguing people enough to try it. And then, and then, yeah. And then, yeah. (laughs) I'm not brave enough to let that, um, what do they call that? An intrusive thought? That's an intrusive thought. I'm not willing to risk it for the biscuit. Okay. I would not get the steps right. I forget anyway and be like, all right, we're done with this. That just freaks me out. I think the old Hollywood actress, just because like in horror movies, like when you hear like those old, like everybody has like a horror movie, like something that scares them. I don't like things with no eyes. I don't like old records. Like you ever hear in horror movies where there's like, like the strangers or like there's that. that Oh God. Like old records just freak me out. Cause I feel like if somebody like broke in my house and like just fired up my record player with some like old music, I would be like, take, you can literally just take whatever you want. Oh, I scared myself. My little, my little uh, headphone thing tickled my neck. And I was like, what is that? But yeah, I, I can't do that. And then like old timey, like I love it, but I hate it. Cause like when I was little, I was obsessed with the tower of terror. There was a movie and like Disney made it and it was so good, but it was so creepy because like it was that old school, like yeah. 1950s creepy. And I just can't do any of that. That freaks me out. So I just, I mean, if you want to play the elevator game. Yeah. Well, on that note, don't invite us to the elevator game. <laughs> or yeah, the- don't. Don't count on us. First off, we're not going to follow the directions. We'll probably kill us. All, we'll kill us in like the first two steps. I'm not going to remember the directions and 
sorry I don't talk to strangers yeah well we don't really talk to people in general so we don't discriminate and it's not just strangers it's just everybody as a total because nobody has common sense no (laughs) (laughs) I can't um so any other like Cecil stories no those were pretty much the main that's like that's like the main one well I think that we should look up um some more I want to figure out how to get some like photos and videos in here we'll have to like get the um Elisa Lamb Elite is that how you say it Elisa Lamb get get that video clip in here so people can read the elevator game what I suggest doing especially if you want to get into the conspiracy theory aspect of it is watch the video read the rules of the game and then tell us that you don't believe that she was playing the elevator game because it's gonna be really hard to dispute mm-hmm. and like I said it's ill-advised we would not advise you to play the elevator game but if you do it's your own fault I will not have sympathy for you if you transport yourself to a dimension you cannot return from oh my gosh uh, there's been 80 deaths at the hotel I thought it was like 16. Damn. 80. Damn. Oh, like, why don't they just close down that place? I think it's just bad juju at this point. Like, but they said that ever since like her death, reservations and visits have uh, skyrocketed. Damn. That's yeah. like, yeah, that's a little ridiculous. From there. Mm mm. Oh, I just oh, feel like I forgot about this one too. Black Dahlia. Oh, that's my favorite. Rumored to be seen at the bar there just before she was murdered. Really? I didn't know that. I literally did a whole report. I was the freak in school that like for my psychology class, we had to do like a a true crime report. And I already knew I was like, I'm doing the Black Dahlia. Like that's yeah. my favorite because it's still like they that's... don't have any answers for it. No especially back in the day like they just you didn't have the evidence they were like well the killer's not still here so just gonna just gonna head out that's one of those cases that makes me mad like the zodiac like they Mm -hmm. just identified the zodiac and he's dead and i'm like way to go you guys that would have been a perfect mob situation i would have stabbed him with a pitchfork there you go like Next and then like for a mob we're there yeah <laughs> if you yeah don't ask us to sign up for the elevator game but if you need a vengeful mob of angry true crimers that are ready to take them to the hey, street made a mob from your guy in target oh yeah we're, we're coming we're coming for you target masturbator <laughs> that's a personal vendetta Oh my god. Anyone willing to support my cause or join my mob, let me know. Yes. And for legal that. reasons, that was literally a joke. Joke. Nobody's nobody's mobbing. So if anything happens to him, I was not responsible. As suspect as that sounds, I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> and none of this will make sense until the first yes. the prior episode comes out, which is absolute brain diarrhea. So just prepare yourselves. Um so but that that I guess sums up our, our Cecil hotel experience. Um, well, I feel like the Cecil hotel is probably going to need like a, a, it's gonna be like a two, three parter. So we're gonna have to like sprinkle that in. Cause there's a lot of, 
there's a lot of history here exactly a lot of spooky i feel like hotels are just spooky they are spooky hotels well because people like i mean there's murders there's suicides there's traumatic events there's brothels easy speaks i mean there's i mean hotels i'm surprised at this point we're even allowed to have hotels like legally they ban a lot of other stuff that like is totally like not dangerous to our health but then we still pay 120 dollars to stay at a night at a hotel where somebody like you probably have a body under your mattress which that's another one there was like a guy did you hear that one about the guy that was like it was like night three of his stay and he was like complaining that there was like a lump in his mattress and there was like this really like nasty smell going on and they literally found somebody who had been murdered that was just like chilling under his bed and i'm like again this just comes back to that like i mean this is just maybe i watch too much crime tv but like if i had a odd lump in my mattress and there was some mm-hmm. funk going on i would be like hey hotel staff i'm pretty sure there's a dead body no i just heard the one recently of the the person behind the mirror like there was like a whole like a hole behind the mirror and the girl kept talking about how there was like a cigarette smoke smell and like something something was off and so they literally took the mirror off and there was like a whole like space back there that this like homeless woman had been living back there and going in and out when the girl wasn't there what the hell i'm telling you they're getting creative we're honestly we are gonna have to do a true crime episode just strictly on like it's like a, a fear of mine like I'm afraid if something unnatural happens in my house it's not even like I'm afraid of ghosts I'm yeah. like Matt what if somebody's like living in our attic yes like so because yes. there's tons and tons of reports and cases of people who find out like through cameras or like whatever that somebody like has been living in like like little spaces in their house like that's like my fear <laughs> but on that note on that note, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up our Cecil Hotel episode. I'm glad we were more serious this time. We were more yes. dedicated. Yes. Um, but until next time, let's get, get weird. weird. <laughs> no, hold on, I gotta redo that. Hold on, ready? I gotta get like creepy. Okay. All right. Let's get get weird. <laughs> All right. Until next time, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Yes.